Hey guys, and welcome to Two Beards Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nick. The other one over here is Levi. And what do you mean over here? What if they're on the audio? The are we centered? Both our voices in the mix. Yeah, it's uh, just a mono recording. Okay, so the other one here <laughs> is Levi, and uh, we got some. Uh, we got some. Uh, got some fruit, bitter, spicy beer in front of us. Yeah, normally we're a beer podcast, almost exclusively. Except we changed your name at some point so we could do other things. And today, not because yeah. we don't have any beer to drink, because we were totally... What? Yeah, we have plenty. We plenty. Of we plan ahead and always have beer yeah. ready for podcasts. So today, uh, just to break it up, because we have beer, uh, we're drinking a little mezcal. Yes, uh, not in its original fashion, though. Am I wrong in saying that? No, we're gonna we're gonna make a little drink. Um, so, if you're not familiar with mezcal, it is you might uh, recognize it as a close sister to tequila, mm-hmm. which sometimes it is. Uh, other times, it has more of a smokier flavor, which this does, thankfully. So, we're drinking the uh, Fidencio mezcal. Um, the Hoven, so it's not aged. Uh, you want to give a little taste? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, what I found interesting as we read about it for all of two seconds, um, is that tequila is exclusively blue agave. I don't think I re- knew that. I knew tequila was made from agave, but I didn't realize it was exclusively blue. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what is blue agave and what. Is it? I, I don't know. I don't know. I know what an agave plant looks like. That's that's it. more than me. It's like a weird, like cactus, aloe kind of looking thing. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Probably, uh, I've probably seen one then. Probably in California, I imagine. Yeah. So, but so that's exclusive. Wait, is that supposed to be like that? Is your knife going to <laughs> fall at some point in time? Yeah. Okay. Probably. That's very. <laughs> We have a hanging <laughs> knife on the set today. It, it's very weird. It's not. Uh, uh, it's a, well, not planned. No. I mean, again, if we might just have a loud bang in the middle of the podcast, we'll we'll see. Here we are. Yeah. So blue agave mezcal can be made from literally any agave. They don't give a fuck. I found that it's primarily there's like seven different species that is it's primarily used. I'm not a botanist. Uh, well, I am. So uh, seven different species is typically used, but it has no restrictions. So so what they do is uh, take off all the leaves, get to the heart or the piña. And then they roast it for a few days in um, like a ground oven with hot rocks, and then it, that that's kind of what gives it uh, mezcal its smoky flavor. So, fun fact: Are we tasting or are we shooting? I'm tasting. Okay, this is just, a uh, not give you a little. You gave a big boy pour. So yeah. I'm like, uh, we're just gonna shoot this because it's a lot to sip on. We could. I think I'm gonna do a couple sips. And then I'm gonna shoot it. Yeah, have just take it at your own pace. Totally, absolutely. You know, it's uh, it's not a race, except it is. So, I mean, we're here for a podcast, so here for a good time and uh, apparently a long time. Yeah, it's very, very smoky, but uh, 
there's something else going on smell wise. I don't get a lot of smell. Whenever I smell mezcal, I, I my mind just goes to tequila. Yeah. Um, and I just I think salt and lime. Like I, it makes me think ocean water. Um, but the taste is you definitely have a lot of those tequila vibes, um, like particularly on the alcohol burn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you saw my face if you're watching the video podcast. It's a bit harsh up front. Yeah. And then it gets it, a lot more subtle and more smoky. It smooths out this one anyways with kind of a smoky, nutty flavor almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you get kind of that, that, I don't you're the nut expert, so. You like your cashews. That I do. I do love cashews a lot. I don't eat nuts very much. Or any, like, any kind, really. Peanut butter, that's where I go. It's nutty and then it's floral. It starts off, it starts off harsh. Then it gets nutty and smoky. And once the smoke starts to come more into play, the nuttiness kind of calms down and it gets a little florally. It's so it's often kind of compared to the like a whiskey of tequilas. Ah, yes. Kind of makes sense. So what we're doing today is uh, a spicy mezcal old fashioned that I have uh fashioned if you will a recipe for i will so yeah not taken from anywhere else this is just kind of my take on what i would do with it um so that's what we're gonna do after we finish this Mm. um what do you think about just the mezcal in general like general thoughts um i like it uh i think like i said it's just harsh up front but mm-hmm. it has a good payoff. Like you're not a tequila drinker. Like you don't no, like tequila at all. No, I do not like tequila at all. There has been one tequila that I have enjoyed. Well, he- hear me out. Yeah, I'll. I do not ever want to do a shot of tequila ever. Sure, I don't like that. I will have. I will fuck with margarita. Yeah, that's, nice margarita. That's delicious. Yeah, but I mean, that's like it's heavily complemented by everything else that's going on in there. But. There's been one tequila, and I I can't remember the name of it, but I got my brother this tequila for Christmas one year, and I took like a, just a, little, a little sip of it, and I'm like, whoa. I would throw an ice cube in this and just drink it. It was nuts. That's how I feel about like nice mezcals. Mm-hmm. Like my dad's favorite, which is uh, called Illegal. Mm. Um, very smoky. It's actually, I think it's probably an aged mezcal. It's got like a like a more whiskey even color that's that one's very smooth yeah i think if you threw an ice cube in this it would be a lot nicer to drink like by itself yeah you know calm down a little bit of that harshness up front and Mm -hmm. probably bring out a a lot more of that smoky flavor yeah you probably just throw it in the freezer too and could do it could do well and it's not even like just the temperature though i think adding a little bit of water to it would kind of yeah nice personally a little dilution? Yeah. So. Never be scared to dilute your drinks. Yeah. It works. It helps sometimes. Especially in old-fashioned. They're like, 
Well, I mean, most cocktails are. They're intending to dilute with water, so things mix a little bit better, things get cold, things, you know, sweeten up. Like, um, like when you're preparing an old-fashioned in the glass, the idea is to stir it until, like, right before it's at its perfect drinkable moment. So when you give it to, like, mm. someone who's drinking it, their first sip is when it's, like, perfectly chilled and diluted. Right, yeah, it's all blended. And I talk about this a lot. I talk about old fashions that they, a good old fashioned has an experience throughout the drink. Mm-hmm. So like where as up front, you might get more of the whiskey notes, like towards the end, it's as things have diluted down a little bit, it's like it gets a little bit sweeter. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you've changed the way that I feel like we've talked about this relatively recently, but you've changed the way that you make old fashions too, where mm-hmm. you used to use sugar cubes and now, uh, you've kind of almost, I would, yeah, I would probably just say exclusively at this point, use uh simple syrup. Yeah. Or, this is a, uh, homemade Demerara simple syrup. It's if a don't, don't buy simple syrup ever. It's it's stupid because it's stupid. It's, it's stupid easy to make. The easiest thing to make. Yeah. Uh, and then most of the time I stick with the Demerara because it, uh, to me, it's just a more complex flavor that kind of gives that sweetness. I mean, maybe I wouldn't use it in like fruity drinks because it's like kind of got that caramely brown sugar, but in a lot of like whiskey stuff, almost always it's better. Well, and allegedly it's better for you too because it's not. White refined yeah. yeah so yep it's just one part sugar one part water you throw it on the stove till the sugars dissolve let it cool and then pour it in a bottle yeah and you're then literally done done it's just the easiest thing to make yep and yeah i mean like even this bottle so i got it from the met yeah i did this bottle is like 4.99 <laughs> right so it's just like sugar costs next to nothing same with water, and then these bottles are just also cheap. It's just like an easy solution. Yeah, and you're only buying the bottle once, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine you're you're probably spending on probably at least half the size, if not, you know, even less, like four ninety nine on a bottle of Zimble syrup. Exactly. So it's like, it's just stupid. It's just a waste of money. Just, just fucking make your own. And it's better. Absolutely. So, so, uh, should we just like get into it? Yeah, I guess. Um, while I'm doing this, which I mean, I'll explain what I'm doing. Uh, I just want to comment. Why is the weather Mm. so fucking shitty? Mm. Mm -hmm. We're like mid July now. And it's like in the fifties in the mornings. And it was raining today. Uh, so I thought that was weird because... Not by me. <laughs> and I come out here. I literally am getting on the off ramp of the five to get on spray. And I see water like on the ground. I'm like, the fuck? And then the more I come like towards your house, there's just like, oh, it rained here. Uh, it did not rain at my house. And I'm like 10 minutes away. So I'm a little, a little salty about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's stupid. Because, I mean, the sun's out. The actual temperature is pretty nice now. Like, I think it's like 60s or uh, something like that. What is it? Like It was like 68. Yeah, it's 70 right now. Yeah. So, it's nice. 
But uh, yeah, man, it's just been shitty. But I think, uh, I mean, I'm glad we're going. We're, so we're going camping this weekend. And I'm glad we're doing Allegedly. that. I don't see how we're not. Well, we're not right now, so. I guess. Okay, so starting off with uh, Demerara Simple Syrup. Simple Syrup. Uh, I do like, I don't, to me, simple syrup, you put how much you want in it. If you want it a little sweeter, you pour a little more. If you don't want it a sweet, pour a little less. Luckily with simple syrup, it's kind of up to you. I do probably less than a quarter ounce. I'm going to stop you right here before you continue with what you're about to do. Okay. I do not need this, uh, Call of Duty spicy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, the other night I poured a little heavy on the simple syrup, so I was like, I'm going to increase it with the firewater bitters, which is next. Um, this stuff, it's delicious. Yeah. It is tasty. It is so good, uh, but it is, it's a spicy boy. Yeah, it is. It's real spice. Like, I had like just the tiniest little of it, and you know, your mouth is like, whoa. Yeah, you, know, you feel it. So yeah, even that will be. Where'd you get it? Uh, uh probably the Met. It's, it's Scrappy's Bitters is the brand. It's a pretty popular brand of bitters. Got it. Um. So yeah, we're gonna do that, and then uh, we'll add some ice. We have close by. <sighs> that was a a big drink. Yeah, that was. I don't know why you did that. It was more than I thought it was going to be. And then we'll just do a couple ounces of uh, mezcal. Oh, fuck. I should have ate something. <laughs> this is really hard to do while sitting down. I do believe that. I've had this once before. And quite enjoyed it. It's uh, it's an interesting drink, especially how I do it. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the Firewater Bitters adds... Everything really it makes the drink, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. So, like a lot of people make the uh, mezcal old fashions, and they just kind of replace the uh, whiskey with the mezcal, which is fine. Like yeah. that's what you're looking for, right? Um, it's just when I kind of thought about how I would do a mezcal old fashioned, I I don't know. I just wanted to switch it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think the 4th of July was the first time that you'd made it for me. And, uh, that, yeah, it was just, just fantastic. Fantastic. I think I tried the, you had me try the firewater bitters like a, earlier that week or something. And yeah, that it took me by surprise. I, I forget you prepped me in a way that I wasn't going to be completely shocked by what I was drinking, but at the same time, it was more than I thought it was going to be. So this is kind of where I start to get. A little weird. Normally, an old-fashioned, you are, have already put in the Angostura bitters. I'm not going to do that yet. And normally, you do an orange peel with a little ar aromatics over it. So mm -hmm. today, and on this drink recipe, I am going to do an orange slice. Um, it's going to add a lot more citrus flavor, which is going to help kind of balance out the spice, as well as really give you a lot of uh, citrus aromatics while you're drinking it. So, yeah. I'm not going to muddle it, anything like that. Just put an orange slice in there. This is, without yeah. the orange, is stanky. G give it a good taste and let, let, it, let us know what you think. 
Ooh, that that smells like stinky feet right now. Okay, I <laughs> you should try. You need an orange slice, orange wedge, whatever. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. This is just kind of for fun. Um. Yeah, no, that is. Uh, I mean, it's good, but it's like the orange just adds a lot. Oh yeah, and then so what I'm going to do is I'm going to float, not like by any scientific method, just kind of on the orange and on the ice. I'm going to float like ten to twelve dashes of Angostura. That's going to. I don't. I don't know how to describe the Angostura bitter flavor. It's like citrus, cinnamon. Uh, like rum i don't know it's yeah, weird cinnamon's a bit of a stretch i know but um it's it's honestly like if you just get a drink anywhere that has bitters in it chances are it's gonna be agnostora like that's it's like probably the most popular brand i would say no is that fair to say yeah no it's agnostora is like the one bitter that everyone kind of knows it's what you would use in an old-fashioned um, so I kind of like doing this a, because I think it tastes good. Also, if I don't know if you guys can see this very well, um, but it kind of gives it this like bloody look. It's like someone bled into your drink, which yeah. is disgusting, but also cool. <laughs> it looks cool. That's for sure. It definitely looks cool. All right. What do you think? It looks, I mean, presentation wise is, you know, 10 out of 10 looks fantastic. And you don't stir it at this point. You want that like bloody kind of. Yeah. It's, it's definitely mingling in there. Yeah, see, it's just like that perfect balance of, you know, sweet and citrus, a bit of spice, a bit, uh, like a, a bit of smoke from the mezcal. Mm -hmm. like I think the the smokiness probably comes out more, like of, of all the flavors that are going on with just the mezcal by itself, I think the smokiness kind of shows itself the most in this drink specifically. Um. And then, you know, the sugar just kind of, well, yeah, I already said it's balance of sweet. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's strange. It's a lot of like seemingly contrasting flavors that just work so well together. It's, yeah, it's, it, it it's a, it's a lot going on, but it's like a, it's like a dance. Everyone takes their turn. You're like, like, oh, that's spicy. That. Oh, I see the like, orange. May I cut in, sir? Oh, there's the smoke, yeah. huh? Yeah, but they all play well. Oh yeah, you know, like a like what do you call what do you call a foursome? A foursome? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a foursome in your mouth. Yeah, you know, you know, if you wanted a foursome in your mouth, then uh, here you go. Here you this go is, uh, for you. Yeah. Um. If you are going to compare this to a cocktail or rank it among cocktails that you like, oof! I know you're not a huge cocktail drinker, but like, yeah, it's. I was gonna say even just comparing it to, or another or one. if you want to give it a letter grade, I have a hard time, uh, like saying, like grading my own drink because it's, it's an A. Okay, it's it's an A. Uh, I, there are, I, uh, like if you got this at a bar, I would go back to that bar. Okay. That's, yeah. 
There you go. <laughs> it's easy to say. It's it's a it's a great drink, and you do it well. I mean, uh, so we were looking it up before, and you're, and you're like, "What the fuck are you looking up?" And I was like, "Moscow Fashions." And you're like, "I made this." And I was like, "Yeah, but these guys have this." And as we're looking at it, like we said earlier on, you're like, "Yeah, but." They really just kind of made an old fashioned and just subbed the the whiskey out for mezcal. Whereas this is like you kind of have your own ratios. Uh, you kind of play with the the bitters a bit, and really you play with the bitters extremely once you introduce the fire water into the mix. So yeah, I I would say you know not to like speak up my own drink by any means. I really enjoy it. And I'm, I'm a big fan of make the drink that you like. Yeah. Um, so it's like, if someone doesn't like my drink, then it's like, I don't really care. I enjoy it. It's just not for you, but I will drink it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is, I would say the, the, one of the big things that it has going for it in my mind is that it feels intentional. That's what I'm saying. Like it has, there's, there's a lot of seemingly contrasting flavors uh, because you just there's just a lot of different things. Again, the mezcal, you, like you think, okay, mezcal and orange. It's like, well, you know, at least this, especially this mezcal too. I think, uh, I think this brand specifically works so well in this drink. It has to be a smoky mezcal because that's what it is, right? And th- but that's what I'm saying is like you think, oh, I'll take like this. Uh, so you think like you take a scotch, like a real smoky Islay scotch. You're not really gonna put in orange in that you know it's just not you don't do that it's not normal and of course if you like it do whatever the hell you want but it's just not normal you don't see it a glenmorangie make an old-fashioned out of that yeah but um maybe that'll be a future episode who knows who knows but i mean again you you pair that smoky and spicy it's kind of so it has like that like chipotle feel kind of going on that's good that's a good way to put it yeah yeah so that's kind of cool and very obscure. I've had a Chipotle beer once, uh, well, a couple times actually. And the half acre had one, and I was like, "It's pretty good. I don't hate it." Yeah. Um, we tried that one by Alaskan, uh, right? That like Chipotle smoked porter or something. No, that was the Alaska. Well, maybe maybe it was Chipotle smoked, but that was the Alaskan smoked porter. That was the okay. one that you had. And I was drinking one of the porters that you sent Oh, right. Because, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't find this one. The Alaskan I could porter. not get it, which is and weird. Then, like the week you later, can't get you Alaskan it, right? <laughs> uh, no, right. Well, well uh, yeah. So, so, it, it's difficult to find. It's difficult to find. To yeah, it. it was literally Benny's. It was, it was yeah. like the, the beverage depot. Like, I Illinois. can't get Revolution. Right. It wasn't that you can't get Alaskan. It's it just, just really like, hard to find. And even when you do, there's like three of their beers. Yeah. So the fact that they had one of their like seasonals was weird. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, no, it's like you, you really do. You have like a citrusy like chipotle, like smoked kind of drink going on here. And, and it is, it, it, it feels very intentional, everything that's going on. So, yeah, I, I would say this is like the best beer or beer. Best drink for just like a fucking gnarly homemade burrito. Like Ooh, like man. like a nice like you just grilled some carne asada. 
yeah. cut the meat like a fresh like made burrito yeah. guac like salsa all that with this is just like yo are we getting we getting maddie again today good deal um but like yeah you you gotta have a bigger burrito than you think like you gotta do like the the tortilla overlaid with another tortilla spread like roll you know what i mean you Beautiful. can't you can't go basic on the burrito if you're gonna pair it with this guy that's all i'm saying in your bar when you have it uh, $5 burrito nights? Is that fair? Because it doesn't have to be a huge burrito. You know? You, you really just spend the money on the steak, probably. I would probably do carnitas. Okay. Because then $5 is That'd really be, reasonable. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. And then you, and then maybe you have like a happy hour of these bad boys and that kind of forces people to try this. Yeah. I mean, because so, I think you see this on the menu and only people like you are going to be like, oh, I want to try that. Yeah. Everybody that's probably, else that's is probably like, true. this is kind of fucking weird. What's this fire water shit? Fuck that. I don't like spicy. But it's not overwhelmingly spicy the way you do it. And it, it balances with the sweetness and the citrus. So it just works. Yeah. So I just think this is a really cool drink that, you know, if you're reading this on a piece you, of paper. You, you pair it well with food and it's just yeah, like. Exactly. It, it's even more incredible, right? Right. No, 100%. And so, on paper, it sounds weird, but fuck me if it just doesn't work perfectly. Fuck me if it doesn't. Just fuck me. Yeah, you know. But no, it's perfect. It's absolutely fantastic drink. So, good job. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm glad you like it. Absolutely. No, I think uh, I was going to say towards the beginning of this podcast that there's very few drinks that I've had that you've made me that I dislike. And that's probably because you were just testing the waters. Like you typically, uh, I mean, we we talked a a bit about this. We talked a bit about this when we were talking about our weekend and how you like to curate an experience for people. And so... It's very interesting. <laughs> you won't be able to remember someone's name, but you'll be able to make them a dinner that is curated to them perfectly. Yeah, that's and like I'm I'm a very big advocate of memories and relationships yeah. are built at the dinner table, yeah. whether that's like actual dinner or whether it's just drinks or you know whatever yeah. it is. I cuz I'm like a little bit of an awkward person, I guess. Um and I think having a barrier of food and beverages is makes it more comfortable for me and probably for everyone in general, honestly. It's like, it's so much easier to be in a group of people that you don't know. Mm-hmm. If you're just sitting at a, at a table, like a round table with like eight other people that you don't know and you don't have a drink or food in front of you, really weird. Like, what am I supposed to talk about here? Like, what? And you have a couple, if, if you have, if everyone at your table has one of these, right? Sparks are flying. Yeah. You know, both verbally and Some people are going to like it. Some people are not going to like it. Some people are going to really love it. Some people are going to think it's the most disgusting thing in the world. But like. But then you bring out the burritos and those people are <laughs> like, hey, it's not so bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just, it's a good icebreaker. Like drinks and food are a good icebreaker, especially if you can bond over some aspect of it. Totally. Totally. I uh I was having a conversation with my sister and I don't know how we got here, but we were talking about alcoholics and and she's like, you know, the way I see it is like if you can't have fun without alcohol, 
then maybe you've got a problem. But and I told her, you know, I'm like, well, my opinion is like, sure, I, I can I can have fun with without alcohol. But why would I want to? Yeah, I don't know. It's it, like I and I and I say too, like, you know, people it, it comes up more often than not, which is kind of weird. But like if I didn't like the taste of an alcohol or like beer, I, just, I wouldn't drink it. Right. Like I could very easily just never have alcohol again in my life if it didn't taste good to me. I mean, like, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Lesbians. Sure. Um, if we drank to get drunk, why would we ever drink the high life? Because, <laughs> uh, men, it just doesn't do it for you. No, we, I mean, okay, we've gotten drunk off the high life. But it's taken, <laughs> it's taken a beer. A single beer. <laughs> uh, which, when if we say. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, but seriously, like, the high life, light and alcohol, and. Extremely. It's it just, you know, it's just. It's, it's a, not it's the a, most amazing beer. It's just like it, to me, it's a, it's a, well, okay. Love the high life. Yeah. But like what? Ob- objectively, it's not like the the most amazing beer. But to to me, and I think it's true for you as well, it's a it's a social device like that's just fun to experience with other people. Like rarely yeah. am I like I mean, I like loggers, so it's not this isn't exactly true. Um, but rarely am I like Oh, I could just have a high life right now, and I'm just like hanging out, reading a book by myself. Like, rarely that's the case. Well, here's and here's uh, probably the distinguishing factor that I think is for you as it is me that like we love beer so much. You know, we always want to make sure our fridges are stocked with beer, and so you know when we're just hanging out, chilling, having a good time, it's like we just want a beer, and for something like you know, the high life or the pub beer, which, you know, is made by a craft brewery. Um, they are dirt cheap, like dirt cheap for beer. So on the 4th of July, I got massive. <laughs> are they 32 ounces? 32 yeah. ounces. 32 ounces. That two is of a those quarter gallon folks. Two of those for $4 at like the gas station down the street from me. Yeah. That's you bought a gallon of I bought, beer. I bought four of those for the Fourth of July. <laughs> you bought a gallon of beer. <laughs> yeah, for for eight dollars. Eight dollars. Which some milk I've seen milk at. If you get like the fancy pants milk, it's like six bucks a gallon. You talking about all almond milk? Oh yeah, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about like. No, I know. Um, I'm just saying, like, you talk about almond milk. It's like even more expensive. No, you're right. You're right. So um, it's, yeah, it's uh for beer. That's nuts. Yeah, considering considering a six pack, which uh is thirty six ounces of beer, is ten dollars or more often for like crap beers. Yeah. For crap beers. So it's like, it was like a no-brainer when you saw that. You were like, yep, for the fourth? Are you kidding me? Yeah. But like, yeah. So like we I'm kind of mad that I didn't get more, even though we didn't drink. Yeah, I, yeah we didn't You drink. had one, I had one, and then Donald, someone else had yeah, one. Yeah, um, yeah. The fourth one didn't. I mean, we could have. 
but I, but again, like we're not drinking to get drunk. We're like it's a social tool. It's like a fun thing to do. It's, and it's not like we stopped there, right? Like we just had like the little twelvers, yeah. or we had like a different beer. So, um, but yeah, it's but so that's the thing, right? Where it's like we just enjoy the taste of beer, and so it's like we don't want to just like be. I at least personally, like I just don't want to be spending all this money on beer when it's like I just want a beer. Like, and I enjoy the taste of high life. I enjoy the taste of pub beer. And the fact that it's so cheap, it's like, there's, sure. There's so many times where I play Warzone where it's just like, I just want a beverage in front of me mm-hmm. and like a, 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 good a beer obviously fits the mood. Like it could even be like a good non-alcoholic beer, like Partake Brewing. Uh, both of us really liked, if you want to, if you want to check that out, a few months ago we did a uh, non-alcoholic beer like test between like six different beers blind. It was cool. Um, and partake, I think both of the partake beers won yes. first and second. Yep. Um, so they're, they're solid, like, but that, that's how I feel. It's like, it could even be non-alcoholic, grab one of those. It just, it just feels to, to us, right? It just yeah. feels like it makes sense. Well, that's the thing, right? Where like when we tried the Heineken's non-alcoholic, we're like, this just is like Heineken. a Heineken. Like, you throw a lime in this and it's just like delicious Heineken. Exactly. And so that's that's the thing with it. It's like these drinks don't have to be alcoholic. But the hard part is it's like it's really hard to make it taste the same without yeah. alcohol. It's true. And so I like the taste of this. And so if you can make this drink non-alcoholic but keep the taste, sure. I mean, I can even prove it because so I took a month off of alcohol in January. Yeah, yeah. And um, that was when I was like diving into the non-alcoholic beer. Even after January, I've bought Partake Brewing a couple times. Yeah, it's true. To me, it's like it's a low-carb, non-alcoholic alternative that I can drink, especially like while I'm working out and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and I'll probably... Working or working out? Working out. Interesting. I mean, you could working that's that was my thought every time we, we were sitting no, I, them, I was like i want to bring one of these into work so i have uh i still have a bottle of because i i drink a couple of these too i have, I have a bottle maybe I have two of non-alcoholic spirits mm. that we also did an episode or two on yeah um or maybe i just did like did a video or something um and i told my boss i was like you see me drinking old-fashioned in the office <laughs> <laughs> it might be non-alcoholic it might not be but you know who's to judge don't worry about it yeah don't worry about it don't ask don't tell right and if someone asks you oh it's uh the non-alcoholic yeah but i mean really like when you have your own office right like you kind of just have to have like a display of it right <laughs> where it's like sorry this is who i am but like it's work safe it's non-alcoholic no i'm really excited because like so um this is offset here because you guys can't see this but i have a closet on that side um i'm gonna build shelves like pipe shelves Mm. and with some led lights and that's where i'm gonna store like my whiskey oh yeah and other like mezcal because i if you come to our house there's there's one and a half shelves in our like pantry that are yes just, so let's back that. let's packed. stop let's stop there. Okay. there this is a pantry where people keep you know snacks <laughs> beans you know their rice their noodles you know their cereal this is their pantry in, like their pantry in their house 
and 50% of it is bottles or, you know, alcoholic paraphernalia, if you will. So, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> and they, it's, they need a spot for it. It's not like we're alcoholics because like 90% of it, we don't drink often. It's just yeah. like liqueurs and alcohols that I like to make drinks with totally. and all that stuff. Uh, so eventually that's where I'm going to store like my stuff. Um, so I can move some of it out of the kitchen and yeah. free up some space. Honestly. Um, so that's what I plan on doing there. But I was thinking, cause we're going to, at some point, not anytime in the near future, we're going to kind of change up the podcast set. Um, and I was thinking like when I get some of the, like one of the chairs that we've kind of thrown around idea wise, uh, for the podcast, it'd be funny. Cause I already use like the podcast camera or for my like work meetings. It'd yeah. Be funny if I had it looking that way. With, yeah. With, with the whiskey behind me. Absolutely. And in the podcast chair. Yeah. Absolutely. Just sitting there with my laptop. That's the way to do it. That is the way to do it. Uh, w- would you take the doors off or will you keep those on? I might take the wall out. Ooh. I don't know. Interesting. Or I might keep the left kind of wall and then take the top out. This is so interesting, even for the visual uh, listeners here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're just talking about. I, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just a closet. So imagine like. <laughs> imagine, imagine a closet and then that's it. So so one of the sides of the closet is uh, facing. So okay. Imagine the closet's here. You might as well just get up and turn the camera. Yeah. This is a wall. And then this space to the uh, to our left of the closet is uh just open space to a door that's how you get out of my room so i'm i might keep this wall and then just remove the top and cut, there's like a little trim on of like drywall on the wall just i don't know why but like there's just no reason to keep the door or anything cuz i'm going to remove it i want it all open so you know be fancy af is if you got like like stage curtain material, like instead of doors, you have these like big ass stage curtains on either side. Funny enough, I want to actually do it on this side. Either way, stage curtains are I, fucking cool. Because there's there's a window over here. If you can't see the blue light, I wanna I wanna black this out. Do you want to do it at the the nook, or are you gonna do it on each window? I have thought about doing it at the nook, and I've thought about. Cutting the room down a little bit. I'm not sure. Cutting? What, what are you talking about? Cut the room down? Because I I might want to do like put a put a chair over here and like be like a like a like like a reading nook kind of thing oh, that you can close off. Okay. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. So that'd be cool. And then one day I want to do. So this is my next project before we actually do any of that stuff. Is do a brick veneer. On this back wall. So Renee's mom in her, in Renee's bedroom, which is now Renee's mom's office, she took, um, it's, it's like those wall coverings of bricks that you see where it's like, oh, it's fake. But like, so I was on a, I was on teams yeah, meetings with people. It's called a brick veneer. Right. But, and maybe this is what you're talking about, but it's not, it's not like a normal like plywood wall covering. It's the actual like face of a brick. Yep. Okay. That yeah. that is a brick veneer. So Got it's it. like it's like a half an inch 
Yes, of, of actual brick. Of actual brick yeah. with the mortar and everything. Yeah. But it's just like it's built onto like plywood or something. So then you can. Yeah, it's like wall. built into sections so you can like stick it to a wall. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be like. People real thought they brick. were like, what the fuck? They're like, when did you get a. Where's that brick wall? Is yeah. like, that real? And I'm like, uh, kind of. It like technically is brick, but it's not like a, like yeah. a brick and yeah. mortar kind of thing. So. Right. Uh, cause, cause you can do like what you're saying, like people do that with, um, like you can even do that with wood where like you stick it on and it actually has like texture on front of it and everything, but it's just like a, it's just like a sticker. But, but it looks so cheesy in my No, I, I'm with you. It doesn't you. look great. The brick veneers actually like, cause they are cause, brick. Cause they are brick. <laughs> yeah. It looks and feels like brick. So. Yep. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I I want to do. Um, it's expensive, but yes, going to be a couple grand. Yeah, I believe it. Even though it's not that big a wall. Yeah, <laughs> it is pretty tall. Your ceilings are well, never mind. Your ceilings, I guess, are pretty normal. Downstairs, my ceilings are fucking huge, huge. like Trump huge. huge. They're fucking huge. The tallest ceilings in the world <laughs> ever. The greatest ceilings ever. These ceilings deserve a badge of honor. They're <laughs> so huge. Okay. This is America. This is America's ceilings. <laughs> um. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Mezcal old fashions are <laughs> tasty. Uh... Yeah, man. I don't. I don't. I don't think either of us are in a rush to do anything podcast wise. But I know that we are both excited to like spruce things up even more. You know. Yeah. Like, like I think the chairs are actually becoming more and more feasible now that I'm an adult and can buy things. You know. You've kind of been there, you know. But you know, now that I've you know settled in, I got a place, you know doing real adult things it's like hey we could we could do this well we didn't we've been been doing slow improvements right like the mics the audio setups the lighting the camera all that stuff like it's just you know day by day right podcast by podcast exactly so either way as long as it remains fun you know like we said in the beginning i'll keep doing it and hope you guys enjoy it so let us know if there is a particular drink beer that you want to see maybe you have a recipe for a cocktail that you want to share with us I'll make it. Totally. I hope it doesn't I'll bu- suck. I'll buy the ingredients. I'll make it. I'll try yeah. it. Um, so, yeah. Or or maybe there's a drink you haven't had yet and you want us to to make it, show you how to make it, do that. We're, we're always making we're, different drinks. Exactly. We're just very open to anything new that we haven't had before in general. I've dipped into the rum r- world, which if you know me, no, I don't like rum, but I've made a couple drinks that I enjoy. I'd find a room that you could like. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Let us know if you have anything like that. Anything you want to see in particular. Any beers. All that good stuff. Yeah. Um, check out Pints. So, last Sunday and then the uh, the next Sunday, you're going to get a couple drinks. A couple beers that we would normally not drink. Definitely not. Um, we did it. But they are good episodes, especially if you're in the Tacoma area, because we focus on local beers. The goal 
really that the idea stemmed from is my goal is to drink every beer in Tacoma. It's an impossible goal. Yeah. I get that. Um, eh. But we've drank a lot of the yeah. Tacoma beers. I don't know. That I, yeah, have, I, I feel like we've said it on the pints. I don't know if we've said it on the podcast that we have had, you know, because of the episode, we're almost at 100 podcast episodes that have been printed and, fl- you know, flushed out. Yeah. We have recorded over 100 episodes. What, so, e- what episode is this, by the way? This is 95. Should we? Gotta do something big for 100, right? Our high life episode. What? Get what said. Of course, we gotta do it. Absolutely, it's gotta be. It's gonna be a thing. So. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a thing. We have five we, weeks we, to plan this. <laughs> so we have an idea. Yeah. I, I don't want to say anything it's about. Very the loose, but we just yeah. want to show you <laughs> the high life. We want you to experience what it is. We live in the high life. So that's all, that's all I'll say. Yeah. Uh, other than that, let us let us know what you want. If you want to see something particular for the 100 episode, let us know. It's not like, going to happen. Like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. You know, for those of you that watch our videos, because our, our audience has grown a little bit, um, you want to just share the video like that helps totally get, get the word out on beer and cocktails and all that good stuff so yeah absolutely we, we just want to entertain and we want to introduce more people to beer and cocktails and kind of what we love so absolutely yeah and yeah like i said we enjoy doing this so we're gonna keep doing it you know if no one watches it we'll keep doing it we'll keep doing it because it's a good time so there guys <laughs> <laughs>